40 below zero, where all that he knew was physical pain and living, breathing ice. Now he beheld a snowstorm in the desert, the creation of special effects men who used several hundred tons of gypsum to literally plaster a town with snow. On the gnarled oaks, on the cars, on the streets, on the storefronts, fire hydrants, mailboxes, fences, and homes. It was a town covered in snow that would never melt and would have to be bulldozed and removed on trucks with the buildings and trees. The sun had finally decided to set, which only increased the tall man's agitation. Performance level. That's what he would need in a few more moments. Performance level. But what did that mean? And where was he exactly? He couldn't believe he was really here. Really, was he back here? Or was he still cracked up? Was he still flack-happy, on a flack farm? Who could tell what was real after all that had happened over five long years? But he felt he was here, and this seemed to be reality, so he would go with it and see what happened. He wasn't sleeping well, and that added to his disorientation. He worried about his career and if this job would pan out, or whether he'd be just one more guy back in the States who didn't know where his next paycheck would come from. Oh, hell, who was he kidding? He had it better than any of them, because he had a name and a face and a resume, while headlines screamed about the lack of everything faced by returning servicemen. Lack of work, housing, food, even clothes. In every newspaper, in every magazine, were stories about families who didn't recognize the boys who had come home. This isn't my son. This isn't my husband. This isn't my brother. He's so cold so distant, and the rages, the nightmares. Oh yes, the nightmares came every night. There he was on oxygen at 20,000 feet, with 190 zipping past, spraying lead and firing rockets, flak bursting about the cockpit. B-24s hit, burning, spinning out of formation. Bail out, bail out. Do you see any shoots? How many shoots? Whose ship was it? Oh no, not him, not them. Bodies, pieces of bodies smacking off the windshield. And the most frequent dream. An explosion under him, and the plane lifted by it, and the feeling that this was the end. There he was, straddling a hole at his feet big enough to fall through, feeling the thin air at thirty below biting at his skin and swirling as he choked on the stench of gunpowder, looking four miles straight down at Germany. No wonder he had the shakes sometimes. No wonder he couldn't hear so well after all the flights surrounded by the drone of four big engines, missions seven or eight or nine hours at a stretch. The boss appeared, and he was as nervous as the tall man. His eyes said, yes, I was over there. What a pair they made, the little boss and the stilted giant. Neither liked to let on he was anxious, but both were. The stakes were so high. Two war jockeys, trying to make their way in a world of peace and recovery. And what if it didn't work out for them and they ended up on the outs? What if they were has-beens after all, like it was whispered? What if it all fell apart for them, and nobody paid for tickets, and nobody came to see them in the dark? What then? The hardware business? Maybe that's what destiny had in store all along. The light had faded now and it could almost be called night. The tall man breathed deeply, 
a sigh of relief that the sun no longer pounded. Umbrella Boy had folded up shop and run off. The globes of the streetlights started to illuminate all along the way, and then the town Christmas lights strung on the thoroughfare in jangling ribbons of color began to glow. He could almost imagine Christmases back home. Almost. He asked himself again, what's real? Is the snow real? Is the desert real? Is it really Christmas? Who am I and where am I? Those were very good questions for a man who had seen what he had seen and done what he had done. Thousands of men had been captains in the Army Air Forces. Hundreds had been majors and colonels. But only one had seen those years through his eyes and lived them inside his brain. Only he could know what it all meant to him, to his family, all of it, the years and places.